Lastima, Buenas noches, and welcome to Puto S-A-F-C. It's Matt. And Clayton is here. Clayton, Buenas noches. Yeah, Watch man. Show. Yeah, just checking out the, uh, working the uh, sound system for us. That you sounded know? like something off of DJ Kibasa's Monday Night Playlist. You know, that's Low Super 7 right there. That's, uh... It's kind of a super group, right? Like, it's got the guys from Los Lobos. It's got uh, Joe Ely. It's got Flaco Jimenez. It's got Raul Malo from the Mavericks. And uh, and I thought that song worked on a lot of different levels. But maybe we'll get to them, um, like, as we talk about uh, what we're going to talk about tonight. Okay, last team. Back in the pod den. Yeah, we Matt, are. It's good to be here. In the rain. Kind we're- of suitable weather for a one nothing SAFC loss. Yeah, a little, little, little drabby. Are those, right, the, drab, are those are those our tears out there? Uh huh. Are you hot? Can I turn this off? Yeah. Um, no, I'm fine. I'm good. You can go ahead and turn the fan off. It's pretty loud. Yeah. I think our I'm, listeners will appreciate that. They want us. They, they want our clarity. They, <laughs> they want us as clear as possible. I'm guessing oftentimes we're a little muddled in our thoughts and our and our words. Oh but, um, man. You know, you ready to talk soccer? Yeah. Do we have to? So we're we're back in a traditional format, kind of. We saw a game, um, and now we're going to talk about that game and things related to that game, like put OSAFC style. All right. Austin won. Austin Bold won. SAFC zero. Saturday night at home. Second minute goal by yeah. someone named Diouf for Paul Austin. Paul coming from Omar Gordon, former SAFC player. Good call. And then uh, 60th minute red card for them. As someone named O'Coley, who knows, but he fouled Matt Cardone, got a red card. We can talk about the validity or whatever that. Yeah, we'll get to that. And that's it. That's all we saw on a Saturday night. Lots of fireworks off the field. N- not a lot of fireworks on the field. Cheesy. Yeah, I th- we, and and I kind of disagree. Oh. I thought it. I thought it was. And I don't know if we're gonna. You want to go big, broad, kind of, or yeah. um. Yeah, big picture. Well, first of all, one of the reasons I picked that song. We did some tailgating before the game, mm-hmm. and you said there was some interest about the. You said there's some interest in the tailgate. You were you were hearing you were hearing from some of the listeners, huh? Well, you were there. It was good. Yeah, I feel like the Blake well, Smith State Farm Insurance Puro SAFC tailgate. Henry Amen, Margaritas, yeah, Margaritas from the song. Oh, yeah, there was that, and I didn't even think about that until we until we just got started. But, oh, but there, I, I thought it was the Kalastima. Well, there, we could get anymore. we'll get to that, but I'd said there's a few different there's a few different references in there. Okay, you know, so but yeah, Henry brought some margaritas. They were good. Uh, you were out there. You were you flew the you flew the flag high, and uh, <laughs> I literally flew the flag. Yeah, I really like the flagpole. It's working for me. It is pretty. It's a pretty classy move, and um. And we had kids out there. We had soccer going on in front of us. We had a little Feel the Dreams action. Like, I built it. I didn't have kids with me. At the last minute, they found a 4th of July party to occupy themselves with, which I was okay with. And I just put the goals out anyway. And before you know it, those kids repopulated. There were like 10 kids that I'd never seen before yeah, in my, my life. Yeah, my three-and-a-half-year-old was like, he doesn't really know what he's doing yet, but he knows there's something out there that he likes. Kick. And I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's out there mixing it up, and he's not like... He's not shying away from it, and I like that. So, like, he doesn't know what's going on, so I'm not going to sit there and, like, try to tell him what to do while he's just screwing around, but he's out there mixing it up, and that's 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 good enough for me. I mean, we had point. a lot of friends of the pod. We had friend of the pod, Alex, yeah. our goalkeeping consultant, uh, Levi, our Tuesday night guy, who I've got our little my little trophy here. Yeah, I hung mine up here in the pod den as well. From, Way to go. Uh, one of the trophies. Way right to th- go. Can't wait to see the trophy in, in my pod 
in the stimulus bar. Yeah, we should get a turn with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the sponsors. He said four months for each sponsor. There we go. Uh, who else was there? Um, a lot more friends of the pod. Uh, Tia and uh, Tyler. Yeah. Six v six. Yeah. Friends of the pod. Uh, Henry Aust- Harry Austin. Henry Austin. I, I didn't. See, I didn't see Harry. He, he, he made he, a point to stop by and say hi and say he'd listen. So man, shout out to him. He's always he's always nice about doing that. Yeah, he's always giving us the injury report. He he rattled off the injury report to me. It's getting longer and longer, isn't it? It's kind of like a who's who at this point. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And with that, do we want to transit? Oh, and we didn't mention it the last pod. Back to full capacity in theory. Yeah, in theory, looked like a normal game. You know, it. Um, at first, when I was looking around when we when we, when we got in the stadium, I was like, "Man, this doesn't really seem like many more people." But man, there there were there was way over three thousand or oh, yeah. whatever. It looked it looked pretty damn good by the by the end or like you know halftime yeah. or whatever or twenty minutes in. I'll say, the of news- course, they missed that first goal, but the newspaper said something like six thousand or seven thousand, and that's believable. Yeah, it wasn't phantom. No, it was there. it was like like we Charlie and I walked around the we just did the circle um, during halftime. And we were like having to move out of the way of people, and like it was, it felt good, it felt alive. A lot of Austin fans. Yeah. Did you notice that? There were some. That was something like way more than when we traveled to Colorado Springs, and I know that obviously Austin is, but I mean they probably had a group. I probably saw maybe fifty. More, I'd say. At the end of the game, did you see the the Austin team went over to say hi to the fans? Uh huh. There was a block on the far side of the field. Maybe fifty. Yeah, like maybe a hundred, two hundred. Yeah, like when we were walking by doing the circle that, at halftime, they had. I saw like about a, a section, like a, yeah. or a half of a section that they yeah. had that that was for them. That's something good. Good on them. More than just me. Good. And you. Good on them. Yeah, and they're not. They're not on that Austin MLS bandwagon yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they're like, you know what? You were ours first, and we're loyal. So there we go. Good for them. I guess so. I didn't talk to any of them. Did you? No, I didn't have. A, I didn't have a chance to. I you was... know, there was a, a couple in the tailgates. Which I thought was pretty brave. So good on them for that. Yeah, sure. Come and mix it up. You know, Wearing like colors. We're not doing. We're not doing that thing yet. We're not. We're, <laughs> we're not. We're not, we're not Newcastle and you know Middlesbrough or anything like that. You know, like we can. We can all get along. <laughs> no, I had a great time at the tailgate. It was fun. Yeah. So we get on into the stadium, and if you blinked, you missed it. Bingo card. SAFC USL bingo card. I forgot about the bingo card. Did you I, write any of them down? I I don't think I did. Early goal wow. was definitely on there. It was it definitely, definitely a square. Was. I think it was a square that you threw out there. Definitely. But I said I meant for us. Yeah. Not for the other team. I know, but I also had red card. Yes, you did. For us. I had um I had Alan Marcina mindlessly yelling on the sideline and the uh the keeper carrying the ball out of the box mindless yelling like did you did you hear marcina yelling about that and everyone else yelling about that yeah like as though that matters yeah exactly <laughs> thank you yes and it's not mindless like like just not poignant not not poignant yelling is it the most was it the worst thing that was going on on the field on saturday night was repeatedly the austin keeper would go right to the end of the box before he dropped the ball sometimes over and like by the time he's making contact with the ball he is out of the box but he's not okay. handling the ball out of the box did you see them replay that on the big screen uh, i didn't want to look up there cuz i didn't want to like give him credibility like and be like in, well you know like i guess he is kind of touching it outside the box did he touch it outside the box in about the 90th minute they showed a replay of it and clayton 
I saw that there was a replay going on, and I did the same thing you did. I was did like, you? I'm not dignifying that with my attention. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't really give a fly and flip if he's in or out. Like, it's a 90th minute. We have played 30 minutes with a man advantage, and we cannot create crap. So stop blaming the, the goal kick. Well, okay, and before, and, and, and I guess I'm going to I I thought I was going to come in all doom and gloom, like the way we've been talking lately. I thought to, I thought the game was I thought we we created ch- more chances than we had had recently. I thought there was some better stuff out there out there on Saturday. I really did. I'm honestly saying that. Like yeah, we, we had probably now the their website said the website said like 19 chances, and I don't know what a chance is like technically defined is as that like a, entering the other team's box. Is that yeah, a, a, a penetration. Yeah, exactly. Area? I, I don't I don't know. But um, I'd say we had 19 goal arrivals where we came down the wing, perhaps. Yeah, like we had five to seven good goal scoring opportunities. And yeah. granted, we were a man yeah. up for 30 minutes in the second half, and so we should have, you know, probably double digit goals, good goal scoring opportunities. But I mean, we just didn't finish any of them. You know, like we had, and I don't remember a lot of specifics. I remember like a few crosses into the box where the ball's rolling. And a guy like either roofs it like over or hits it right at the keeper. Yeah, we had two, we had two or three of those. Uh, once again, I'll shout out to Greg Luca of the Express News. I don't know this guy. We got I gotta Facebook that guy. And yeah, let's him. get let's see if this guy wants to talk talk with us. Ooh, that'd be great. Or yeah. get him at the tailgate because uh, he he had really good language to where I could picture what had happened. It was like in the 60th minute, this. So the chances were really well summarized. Dylan had a few. Ollie yes. Wright had that one. Ollie Wright's come close. on after I had said like I didn't think he was polished enough. Yeah. I think I said it maybe in Colorado or something like that. Like, but he's he's look he comes on and he's lively. He is. Like, it seems like he's on the ball a lot. Like if we're doing something creative, he's part of it. Like it may not go off, but like but like it's more than just uh, it's more than just Gallegos like trying to step around three guys and get the ball into the box or get a shot off and true and he's running off the ball yeah creating some space not a lot of people are doing on our team no it's a lot of asses and elbows like just straight uh, straight down the field this is me opening my my high life i'm gonna live the high life but i'm not as positive as you okay my big picture a man advantage for 30 minutes at the end one nothing. You, you can't say we deserve to win. Oh no, not at all. Maybe we deserve to tie. Mm, barely, I would even barely say that. I mean, we we didn't score and we didn't look like threatening all the time. And then they still had chances. So yes, we created chances, but I'd say it's pretty even. Right. And like the last five to ten minutes, instead of still trying to work the ball, we're just hoofing it into the box, you know. Like, but anyway, it had a certain air of desperation at the end. I want to. Okay, so in the there's a quote in the paper. Uh, Cam Lindley says, basically, I'm going to paraphrase his quote because okay. I didn't, I didn't write it down off the newspaper. Something like, "Look, we're playing well. We did win possession this game." As an aside, we had more possession than them. We're playing well. We are, we're doing everything right. It's just not going in. Like we played well tonight, and we had our chances, but it just didn't fall. Didn't get. We didn't get that goal. Do, I don't think do you agree with. That? I don't think that's a fair assessment at all. I think he is. Um, that's that's somebody trying to keep stay positive and trying to like let your let your brothers know I got your back. You know, like Co- Coach- not going out there like not going out there and saying like you know what we can't keep making these mistakes in the back or like you know saying we've got to finish these chances and get on the end of these. Like 
don't turn into an offense versus defense. You know what I'm saying? It can come across that way instead of like, we're doing everything right. Sooner or later, the chips are going to fall our way. That kind of stuff. That is just someone trying to be a leader and trying to not throw your buddies under the bus. Coach uh, had a similar statement as well. Saying that he thinks everything's going fine, it's just not working. That I think I read not, the exact same quote on their website. It's like that he just they to, he never there's, there's never anything said from coach up or even a player that gives us any insight as to like what really is happening or like what really is going on. Well, here's what's really happening: we're two, three, and seven. Yeah, we're in next to last place. Six out of seven teams. It's only been eleven games or twelve games, so that's not. It's not over. Don't we play 32? Yeah, so we're right at... Or no, I'm sorry. We're... we're Well, we're not even a half. Like, But we got it, I don't know, seven ties out of 12 games. And out of those ties, I would say the majority of them, we were lucky... Well, that's not true. The most recent one, the stretch of like five or six, we, we were lucky to get those. Like there was the early games where... We were up 2-0 against was that Real Salt Lake or whatever and we and we let them come back and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like it's definitely going from like man, I feel like the one point is a loss to now like, whew, you know, we got a we got a point out of that. Yeah. I agree. And after this game on Saturday night, it was like, yeah. And so you can't be doing everything right if I've been watched as much soccer as I have in my life and that's the attitude that I'm coming out with, right? Like you you're not doing everything right. No. <laughs> okay, we didn't. So you sat with your son. I spent a half behind the goal, and I spent a half up in the luxury box. I thought we, we saw you. Charlie saw yeah. you. Actually, oh really? He goes, "They're shattered, Dad." They're no, shattered. he didn't. Yeah, he did, dude. His eye, his eyes are amazing. His memory's amazing. He's got well, your, your jersey. Uh, he knows your jersey, the twenty-one. Oh, he saw the twenty-one. Yeah, he had, like the he, Pudo jersey. He has photographic <laughs> stuff going on, dude. Like. It's weird, but anyway, go ahead. And plus, plus you were hanging out like you were watching the game there for the last you know thirty minutes or whatever. Yeah, minutes. up in the skybox thing, that big box at the end fits like fifty people. Right, and like sometimes they say like it's private, like there's a private party going on. So like, I'm a season ticket holder member, and where I buy my season ticket, I should be able to have access up there all the time, as long as it's not private, right? Right. So like, was the function you were at? Would I have been able to go up there and mingle? Like if 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 I didn't know somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yes, because I bought a ticket, even though I already had a ticket to the game, so mm-hmm. that I could get up there, and then they didn't check it. Oh, okay. And I was a little disappointed. But you tried to do the right. You tried to follow the. You tried to follow the protocol. I did, and I wanted to contribute. It's the 30th anniversary of a soccer team, so maybe the second oldest team in San Antonio to the old boys. Oh yeah, what team? Yeah, the lunchtime soccer group. Oh. They play every day, uh-huh. weekdays. So Dave Stolarski, a founding guy, he's the only one who's been there all 30 years, and they're celebrating. So there are like 50 people up there, families and stuff. Yeah, and like, you know what? Like, we talked about this probably a long time ago. SAFC should do a better job, like, of like recognizing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how they do, and I'm not trying to equate like this to that, but like, you know, like, if you'll you'll draw your attention to center field where uh, special, special army sergeant you know, has served overseas for it and has come home to San Antonio, let's give him a big SAFC welcome. Like, how hard would it be to go, if you direct your attention up here to the SAFC yeah. c- celebrity or the hosting deck, you know, this this group has been playing together for 30 years together. Let's all welcome them to their, tell them thank you from the soccer community. Yeah, that would be super cool. And I'm not just thinking about us, because I don't care. No, they're, but all state the... State champions hey, from oh, Lee, yeah. Lee High School. All the uh, kids, all the kids teams that come. Like, yes. It, was it cost you any money to put the video camera on the 12-year-olds and let them wave? 
Right. We don't want to see Hayden Partain. You know, like, I don't need to see his ugly mug. Like, show me some kids, you know? I haven't watched at home, so I haven't seen Hayden Partain and his ugly mug. I don't know if they, sh- I don't know if they show him, but... Anyway. Sideline guy, yeah. right? Anyway. Um, <laughs> the view up there was pretty good, but it's pretty sad to just watch them arrive and arrive and arrive. Anyhow, from the Skybox view, yeah, I noticed something. So I don't... I bring all this up to say we weren't sitting together. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a professional soccer team m- not mark one side of the field. Did you notice this? Yes. We had no right midfielder. I I thought at one point in time that Omar Gordon... left midfielder. Yeah. I thought at one point in time Omar Gordon had snuck off the field and and people didn't think that he was still playing and then he had just stepped back on the field. He was wearing an invisibility... Like he had duped duped everybody, you know? (laughs) Like like he had... Like they had pulled like the hidden ball trick on us, (laughs) you know? Like... Because from the end line to Sam Gleadle was just 80 yards long, <laughs> 50 yards wide. Not a single player outside of the center circle of width. Yeah. Is that maybe like, and we, I'm sure you've given thoughts as to why we're trying to do that technically. Like, I have are, not thought. <laughs> I have no... Is it maybe because we're always getting murdered in the middle of the field? Like, so that like, you know what? On the and the whole notion of pressure cover balance, if they hit that seventy five yard ball, then yeah, that guy's gonna have to. But we're not gonna let them work through the middle of the field and just switch it on us so easily because like we've seen teams just do that to us, right? Like because we don't have much in the center of the park these days, defensively. Yeah, but this wasn't when the ball was on the opposite side of the field. This is <laughs> the whole game. The ball could be dead center. We'd have three center mids, one right mid. And no left midfielder. We were playing a four-four-two, but like with all four of the midfielders on the right side of the field. It was asking a lot of Sam Gleedle. I'll, I'll tell you that because he was moving nonstop. It, I thought he had a really good game. He I don't did. know. I don't know whether he got beat on the ball that Gordon played across. Like, but like well, Gordon, Gordon turned him. But you know what? This like, is where the goal came from. It did come from that that crater of space. And their goalkeeper would get it. And just throw it out there to Omar Gordon, like, like you said, it was like watching fifth graders play football, and you're like, get on him, yeah. somebody get on him, and but mark the X receiver. We yeah. need somebody on the X receiver. They made a sub and they forgot to go in for 90 minutes. Though I've never seen that in a professional game. Is this? Am I crazy? No, yeah, I, and I don't know whether my eyes just got used to it, and so I didn't like just like because I mean it was right there in front of me in the first half like. But going, is somebody gonna get out here? Like, Are you, you saying know, that? No, I didn't. Oh, but, no. but I, but like, I should have. <laughs> like, what's going on? Somebody explain to me what's going on. <laughs> so you think you've gone meta and to say you're telling me that it was a conscious choice and it was a choice the coach or the I, players I, made. I think so. I don't think it was just like a like. I mean, how could you not go... Like, we played against... We know Omar Gordon. He was on our team. You know how much havoc that guy can wreak out he's wide. Good. Yeah, he's a good player. So the choice is, if he's going to burn your left midfielder, just don't have a left midfielder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's just, we're going to concede the, that part, and then we'll pick him up on the edge of the 18, and, like, don't let him turn, like, t- turn us inside. But anyway, it was... I mean... They didn't pummel us. They didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like they were creating chance after they created four or five good chances, and they and they they the, almost scored again in, in the first 15 minutes. Yes, from could the been, same could have been two nothing from the same from the same kind of thing coming down the right, putting it down the middle, yes, shooting. Yes, and what like they're uh, 
there and what Gordon and the guy on the other side had switched had switched sides. Okay. And the guy just like slalomed between Gleedle and and Doyle, like uh-huh. you know, and like yes, and, I remember and, that. And, yes, and then they they had a, they had a chance, and I was like, all right, here we go. And I think that time I go, I go, look out for this guy. <laughs> and apparently they did not. No, it, it was more obvious. In the first half, I just thought, well, that's odd. And then in the second half, when I was up high on more of the TV angle, it was glaring. Just like, but I still thought, with with all that being said, and with us, I still think that we we were better than we have been recently. And I don't know whether it was did, did Gallego seem like he was dropping deeper and getting the ball in deeper in deeper. Um, yes, I think Gallego. And then Epps was coming inside more, and they were combining. They were they were combining well together. Gallegos and Epps, that's what I was going to say. They combine well. You know what I think we were playing? The Red Bull 4-2-2-2, which is like two holding mids, two attacking mids. So that would explain the big channel out wide. There's no width on... But Gallegos and Epps both naturally flip out to the right because they're right footers. Yeah. But neither of them... No one's a lefty besides Nathan, I guess. So occasionally Nathan would go out there with the ball. Nathan has been just not really... um, Not really... Active or not really a, a big part of what's going on here. This not is, productive. Like he just, I there's there, like all of a sudden he come they, when they when they sub him I'm like, fuck I forgot that guy was even out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not impressive right now. Yeah, he hasn't been. He has and and I'll I'll go negative individually as well. To plane is just, you know, like I can see why Montreal or wherever he came from didn't need him or want him anymore. Like, I mean, imagine if the a step up in class and MLS and, and pace and speed. I mean, he he wouldn't be able to stay on the field. He wouldn't be able to. Be, yeah, he's be, not very. He's not athletic enough anymore. Yes, exactly. The years caught up to him, maybe. Yeah, and uh, and he's but he's not taking the right old man angles. Either. No. Yes. Like normally, like when the speed goes, your you, your your brain knows the angles to take and stuff like that. You know, we've all played with those old guys where it's like, man, how did that guy keep me from going by him? You know, like or how did he get get there at the same time I did? You know, like. I don't see the fire either. Yeah, there's. I mean, he, but anyway, I, you're seeing the same thing. I am. Yeah, I noticed it more this game. Maybe that's because I think I'm onto something. Because DePlane, if we're saying it like that, there were times in one of the halves where he kept getting pretty high. Yeah. And I thought, what the hell is he doing? He's almost out playing there? like an old stopper, like an old school stopper. <sighs> At times, and that kind of if if him and Cleetel are the only guys playing wide then that's why he's looking slow well see his... I thought the plane was in the middle with Doyle and then Gleedle and what's his name outside well Varela was in there right yeah Varela started and then Varela was out wide yeah Varela was wide right okay yeah but anyway um, really but I think Gleedle was stepping up I mean not Gleedle I think the plane was that because like we talk about like when we play like I'd rather be closer to a fast guy than a few steps off, like yes. because so that way he can't turn, or if he does try to turn you, you give him the old Doyle foul, right? yeah. Just like as soon as he, he's, he's going to get by you, and, and if you're doing it higher up the field, it's not dangerous as opposed to if you're doing it on the on the edge of your eighteen. I know you watched Italy, Belgium. Oh yes, like Chiellini on Lukaku. There you go. You yes. body him up because you know he's faster. Right, exactly. The last thing you want is him driving at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. give him, you reduce the space that he can play in, and then if he gets by you, well, people can help you. Sure. And that, and like I think that's good recognition with who we're, if we're going to play Doyle and him in the center, then one of them needs to do that. You know what I'm saying? And the other one needs to then the other one needs to be able to win balls in the back. And I guess that's kind of what Doyle's supposed to do. Except, man, has Patino always been this slow? I was talking with someone about it, and 
it looks like those, or maybe I brought it up last time, but it looks like he is. Don't in, go burritos in, on me. Enjoying the tacos in tacos. three weeks. I mean, he's thick. He's thick. There were a couple times where he made some good choices, so I can't fault him because he made the choice and he made the run and he made the play. But boy, he didn't get there because it was just not getting there. Yeah, and like he needs a personal trainer. Gallegos is playing him a ball where it's like. My number nine should yes, get there. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, should be there. And, and he makes not, the run. And he's not there, but yeah. He he tries to. Yes. But, boy, he looks slow. And maybe, and, like, maybe a lot of those goals, none of those goals we ever we ever saw him score in the first two or three games or whatever, none of those were, like, him beating up, like, two or three guys and, like, are using pace to get, but he's not getting to the spots that those guys that know how to get to those spots get to. Yeah. How about Agreed. that? Yes. Just like Deplon. Yes. Same thing. Gotta be a little cagier, wiser. Yeah. I, maybe it's because maybe Dylan, like you need a small and a tall or a fast and a slow, and Dylan's kind of taking all the chances away from Patino. So what's that leave for Patino? Like uh, link up play? Yeah, that's not he's what he's... Not that's not that. what he's... I'll I tell you what though, Dylan has shown me some stuff over the last... over the, Like, no? You haven't been, you haven't been very... Uh, he hasn't taken a lot of the chances that he's gotten. I and if we're going to play the way we play, we've got to take some chances. I make that noise because the header he missed in the first half oh, yeah. was game changer. And he it's not that he missed. He missed badly. He had the whole goal and yeah. the goalie at his leisure. Perfect placement. I don't know who crossed it in for him. Epps or Gallegos. All he has to do is play it back across on the line. Just hit the target and yeah. like make put it in the mixer and make some shit happen. And he he boofed it by a few yards. I was like, I'm not I, you're I'm not saying you're a bad human, but we really needed that. <laughs> Given the funk we're in, and uh, a tenth minute response would have made this a yeah, much better game. And the crowd we're in it. The crowd's in it. You know, like yeah, all of that for being crowd back. God, what? Are the, okay, what was your song called? Uh, Margarita. Que triste, que triste, que lastima. Yeah, there we go. Like that's I why. Mean, that's another reason I want Spurs. Que, last, que lastima. Spurs Sports and Entertainment. Que lastima. That you open the gates to full people. Uh, your your system software goes down, so the lines were really bad getting in. See, were they? Yes, they were. I don't were. remember. Oh, we well, went were... in early. Yeah, we did go in a few minutes early. Right at about seven fifteen, uh-huh. the system crashed. See, I don't even acknowledge the system anymore. I just get the what looks like my tickets on the phone, and I go beep beep, and then I just and I just you keep, make I, the noise. I make the noise. I make the noise. That's I'm great. like I'm totally Fantastic. like like I am grumpy old man. You really just, do that? Oh, I totally did today. And, and like and 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 I keep the phone real close to my belly, and I go beep beep, and I go come on Charlie, let's go. And I just walk. I just walk through, and they don't even they they don't even bother trying. We were in a line. We were like three people away from getting in, and the system crashed, so we had to go to the other. Two feet away, but then we're gonna merge lanes, and they're like, "Yeah, it's been crashing over and over today." And I was like, "Can you just get Henry? Just let everybody in." Henry goes, "What's the problem with paper tickets?" I was like, "I know, Henry. <laughs> Can you just give me a freaking ticket?" There we go. We, you know what? That's one thing. We're back. We're getting back to consistency. So, <laughs> hey, second minute goal. K lastima that when you let seven thousand people back in, not only they can't get in the stadium. But if they happened to get in the stadium because the system was working when they got to the gate... Uh, and they missed the only goal of the game. They're losing. Yeah. And they, they missed the goal for the other team. Yeah. Which is good and bad. Yeah. Not good for our first full-capacity game. That's not the way to build atmosphere, either. Que lastima. Que 
He lost him. Even the supporters group was pretty. Pretty average. Pretty quiet this game. Yeah, I mean, we didn't like we said we didn't give them a whole lot, to, whole lot to get fired up about. What a! I'll give you two choices here. First question: Are the players good enough? Second question: uh, What would you do if you were in charge? Is either of those tempt you? Um, I haven't given them much thought, and I feel like they probably need thoughtful answers. Um. I will say with question number, I'm gonna jump. I'll jump to Roman numeral two or question B. Um, it's difficult for me to say with the injuries because we have no idea what he has at his disposal every week. Um, well, you had these players. There's a start. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think this was the back that I would go with. The back four mm-hmm. that I would have started with. We've cut like Doyle has to be in the middle. Deplane has to be in the middle. Varela is. I think versatile enough to play out wide, and and Gleedel has is serviceable in that left back. Um, I like Gallegos more centrally, and mm. more uh, and dropping deeper, because if he doesn't, then we just don't get the ball. We just never have the ball, and so like and like I know that there's a system or a way you want to play, but I I prefer to see us. Have the ball and lose, then not have the ball and lose. Ooh. <laughs> How about that? Well, we did have the ball more and we lost, so you got what you wanted. Yeah. On Saturday but I, night. but like I said, I I I was more. So I don't we I don't encouraged. think I don't think that the um I'm gonna turn the fan back on because I'm sweating now. Yeah. Um, I don't think the uh, I don't think the plot was wrong to begin with. I don't think the plan was was wrong. So so I'm so that's how I will answer that question. I don't really have anything that I would do different. Right now, do you do you would you take a step? Do you have anything to take a stab at with it? Yeah, I think the soccer field is large, Clayton, and conceding a third of it to the other team is not a good plan. That space is time, time and time is space, and so you're agreeing that you think that was planned to just kind of give up that channel. Yes. Okay. It couldn't be an oversight. <laughs> no, I know. You could not. Right, because at some point someone's gonna go, hey. Hey, get this guy! <laughs> like, we play lunchtime soccer. We play pickup. And when we sub, if there's no left midfielder, I'm playing the center mid. I go, hey, go play left midfield. Yeah. And it's done. And the it, that's it. It's over. And I'm not a professional player. I never, you know? Yeah. Now, was it planned to give him that much space? I don't know, but they did. So it had to be at least somewhat planned. I mean, if it is four two two two, then like we, it would be like what we play in our Tuesday night league that the two midfielders slide over, strong side. But God, did you see the times where the whole both teams were in a thirty yard box? Yes, there was there was that that was Weird. a so and like it really looks so much different than last season where Maloney and Blake Smith were just up and down the entire had the ball. Like had the ball at their feet or were running yeah. up and down the line, and we were wide all the time. I'd be calling Blake Smith if I were Tim Holt. Say, hey, I how wonder, many days a I week wonder if there, if there, that, there's, and this kind of pertains to answering that question. I wonder how much of that 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 they're doing right now, if they're if they're trying to, and whether it's an injury thing or whether they're just like, you know what, we're not cutting it right now. Like despite what we're going to say in the paper, these guys, this isn't the. Oh, this it, isn't the person. This isn't the personnel that's going to get it done. I think if you look, the 
we'll go back to question one. And I don't know how much you can do that at this point in the season, oh, right? Oh, we have. Every year we've picked up. Yeah, we have, right? Yeah, yes, figured but, out. But go ahead. I mean, we bought our one of our division rivals' starting center forward with halfway oh, through yeah, the year. Frank the Tank. For yeah, money. Right. Frank, just straight money, yeah, right? Yeah, Frank Lopez. So the Spurs can just write a check. Yeah. Sell some Holt Cats and... Uh, are the players good enough? I think our roster is one of the best ones in the division. I was on Facebook. I was checking out people's comments about the game, you know, when they're like, whatever. And like, you can't put a lot, but like, playing all these kids against grown men. No, we're not. We're playing a bunch kids. of like, we're playing like a bunch of MLS like loanees and and guys that are like journeymen, with the exception of maybe two or three and. Gallegos is the only kid until yeah, and like Petit, Leo Torres came in. Yes. Allie Wright came in. They were both good. They were you better than Torres the old was man. good? He had some flash, some mm, flair. Anyway, but whatever. Like it was it was a weird it wasn't like the normal flow of the game at that no. point in time. It was, no, it was serving like the ball in. NBA jam. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. I think the players are good enough. I mean, they're definitely experienced enough. They definitely played enough. They definitely should be able to adapt and not not be just this blah. Yeah. And it you know, we had a lot of questions at the beginning of the year about roster and what we thought the formation would be. I'll tell you what, we've seen a lot of formations. And, I know. And the player it just seems like more of a Franken team right now where it's just kind of pieced together with you know we do have seven injuries. Connor Maloney would help. PC would definitely help. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't know about it. And, like, everybody has to deal with it, and you can't sit there and go, you know, well, if we had this person and that person. But I think our soccer, the soccer would look very different with uh, with three or four guys. Ethan Bryant? You know, why, are we, why have we not seen him this he, season? He's so calm. Why have we not seen him? Because we kick it forwards and we run. <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, my off the cuff answer. I I I'd love to see him. Right? Yes. Now, like that hop out, that Shannon hop out guy. I've seen him a couple of times. He's had like nope. I'm not. <laughs> nope. I'm not. But like, yeah, show me Ethan Bryant. You know, like I said last, like I said last pod. I, you know, if it keeps going like this, just bring in our under 16s or under 18s or whatever that just like. Won the little ML, like little USL <laughs> Challenge Cup or played in the USL Challenge Cup. Give me Abe Lincoln. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses. Give me Abe Lincoln. What, what could we have done different to make better advantage of being up a man? Oh, we have And also, was it a red card? So he brought off Varela and put Ollie right in. Good positive move there. Okay. I, I think that was the sub. Okay. I think it was right. Sure. And then Cuello came on for yeah. someone who we, we like and we've seen good things. We just, like at this juncture, I don't think he knows what his role is. I don't think we know where he's best suited, or if we do know where he's best suited, we're just not playing that way. How about that? Does that sound like a? Because yes, he's nodding got, my head. I've seen him some. He can do a lot of creative things, like unlocking teams. That right now, the only person we have that can do that is Gallegos. Epps and Epps can do that. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. But it I, didn't go anywhere, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Cuello, I like. Um, I don't know. Not much of a plan, was there? No, I mean, we had, like... And on an attack. And, like, we only had, like, four guys on our bench. Is that, like... Really? I, th- I think I checked. There was only four or five subs. 
Huh. Yeah. Okay. Was it a red card for you? Oh, good question. Um, at first glance, no. And then at second glance, no. <laughs> yes, I, I thought to think if Third I remember correctly. No, at second glance, no. First glance. Because he's sliding already before Cardoni has the ball. And he's sliding to where the ball is going to go. Mm-hmm. Cardoni does not have the ball. If he's watching the ball and not Cardoni, eh, you know, like, and it is, it is studs up though. It is. It Where's, is. Where it do is. studs go? I didn't see. I don't remember if they hit him in the face or in the head, Oof. or but like he does get some cleat to, and like maybe he pulls back, a, and like I think he even pulls back a little bit, like once, but like you understand what I'm getting at, right? Like so if he's. It, it, do you red card someone just for purely studs up regardless of what's going on, regardless of intent? Yeah, when I watched it, I was like, that's not bad. And some of the guys in the box were like, orange card kind of thing. Uh, right, I I'd, I'd sat next to... Um, Dave Adams? Yes, yes. And Dave, yes, and Dave said... Dave said... Um, or I said, I mentioned to him, like, I made the equation with the... Uh, with the Switzerland game and yeah. the red card they gave. And I was like, if there was VAR out there, you give this a yellow, right? And then you can always upgrade it to a red. You can go and look at it, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this was. Like, maybe, may, like, it's it's a yellow. It's a yellow, but, like, well, stri- our, our or is the answer, if it's a yellow, then it's a red because it studs up. I didn't see it. I saw what you saw, which is he's going for the ball, and Cardoni kind of jumps right in front of him, right into where the ball's going. Yeah. So it wasn't malicious, but it was ugly. And our referee consultant, who prefers to remain anonymous, yeah, said, "Oh yeah, hundred percent red." Okay, I don't know why. Uh, Tyler and Tia said that there was some punch or something. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see. I didn't see any of that. So I, you're crazy, Tyler and Tia. <laughs> um, they were sitting right there. Oh, were they right in front? Our seats are like four rows behind. It the wasn't ball. for anything like that. Like, and I think it helped push towards red. Because like anytime it's the goalie, like anytime it's the goalie, like everyone is on top. Like get off, get off our guy, get off our guy. And we had a bunch of defenders, or yeah, we had a bunch of our defenders back there, kind yeah. of like obviously not standing around clearing the ball. <laughs> and like, and they just like all of a sudden swarmed on the referee and the player and stuff like that. You know, did it help them to only have ten men so they could focus on just defending for good, 20, 30 minutes? Good question. I mean, like. It wasn't like we were unlocking them and creating all kinds of chances. We maybe had four or five of our good chances out of like eight to ten good chances, eight to ten chances. They were all half chances, though, man. No, they weren't. Wasn't. We didn't have point blank blasted in the keeper's face no. ever. Besides Dylan's header wide. And why? Why do you take Gallegos off there? When did he take him off? He subbed him for Leo Torres. Ooh. So maybe ten, fifteen left. Ooh. I didn't realize. And that. here's at one point in time, he's yelling at Gallegos. He's like. Further up the field, get further up the field, and Gallegos is dropping back, and it looks like Gallegos like you can tell you can hear him, but he's just ignore <laughs> he's just ignoring him, like and like he's like I'm, I'm yelling like I know he hears me and like he's sitting back saying that to the bench, and like yeah like that's not a good look. I know exactly. That's what I was getting at. Like I wonder if there's if there was anything if there's anything to that about taking him off or just probably you know, like, I'm sure sounds like it. I mean. I can see what Gallegos is doing. 
Right, and like I said, I like him dropping back and getting the ball. But at that point in time, we're going to get him the ball like somewhere on the edge of the on the other team's final third. He doesn't need to go back to on the edge of our final third to oh, go. That's get where it. he was going. Yeah, he was dropping deep. Like it was like a deep throw in, and he was going back and like he was like, "Get up the field, go get up. We don't need you to possess it back there. Like they're conceding possession to us back there." But who's our connector? You know, like if he's not. Back oh no, there, I know. I see what I. There's I see no what he was one else on too. the team doing it. I know what he was thinking. Also, he's thinking. Right? Am I counting on Doyle to like to? to to get the ball to the other team's final third? No. Cam Lindley's good, but he doesn't do that. No. He just passes sideways. Nathan doesn't exist. Um, That's all I got. You got anything else about this? No, it was que lastima, bro. Que lastima. Man, not, not excited right now about the team. Yeah, it's... It's, um, it's grinding. Yeah, and it like it's not affecting my desire to do this. Oh, it like, is affecting mine. Yeah, well, it's like, I'm like, well, you know what? I like to bitch. I like to complain, and I don't do it very much. So I can go. I can. This is how I'm going to get it out. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to get it off my chest through this, you know. But at the same time, when you gave me an opportunity, what would you change? Like I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not exactly throwing out. I'm not exactly uh, wishboarding, dreamboarding things or anything, you know. I would put three center. I'd do four three three. That's what I'd do. Three center mids. We've been wanting numbers in the middle since last year. Yeah. And that is one formation that I don't remember us trying. And then three up top, like, put Dylan up top by himself. Put Epps out wide. And then I guess Patino's got to sit. And to- that's what kind of towards the end of last year, like the pressure, like with those high, with those Argentinians up front last year. But not three forwards that sit there, like a Liverpool. Oh, I see like what you're saying. three center midfielders, put Gallegos at the top of it. Okay. And then three guys up top. And then you've got the field covered, and we can play soccer. It was more soccer. But the yeah, lack of... Say- but not having a left midfielder makes me want to smack my head against the wall. I've yeah. never seen that shit. No, I know, man. It was, and like, it's, I just, it didn't look like they were enjoying it. Remember last time when I said, like, no. I want to see them enjoying it. It did not look they like they were not. having a good time out there on Saturday. No, they're frustrated. And I, and I know it's not like, they're not supposed to be joking around, laughing, like, ha ha. But like, you and I have seen enough, so you can tell when they're, when a team's enjoying itself playing. Yes. Like, you can read it in their body language. You can see it in there, the way that they're interacting when they with the fans when they come off the field. You can see it like well when you're like when it wasn't there when you got eight MLS players. Speaking of which, where's uh, where's the predator? He was he looked like he was warming up, getting ready to go on. He was on the bench. He's not playing and he's healthy. I I don't know what like Oof. I don't know whether that guy because like him. maybe maybe because we were down. It's like where 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 are we gonna sub him in for if we have shit. Put, put him, him up, up top. top. Yes, put him up top. Huge. Yeah. And nobody else scored. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up this week, I think we're going to discuss why. Another reason I was play- I played that song for us. Yeah. The Mexicans are coming. The Mexicans are coming. 1836 <laughs> all over again. Tomorrow, Clayton. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Included in your season ticket package. Very cool of SAFC to do. SAFC versus Carretero, the Gallos Blancos. I don't know much about them. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to handle the ah. the preview or the. You're gonna have to be our Mexican correspondent. Home of Ronaldinho, once upon a time. Oh yeah. Mexican to first division team where Ronaldinho went for a bit. Uh, Cuauhtémoc Blanco, I would guess played with them only because he played with most teams in Mexico <laughs> once, and also uh, Johnny Bornstein. Oh yeah, Long he did. Time I did. Gallo I Blanco. Did. Is he still in the Mexican he first is, league? He was division? there last year. He's back in MLS this year. It's amazing. He's like. He's like 35. I know, that's it. I know, but like, he's still playing. Like, he's been around. Good for him. Anyway, go ahead. 
Uh, Carretero is a city in central Mexico, between Mexico City and Guadalajara, real close to San Miguel de Allende. So if your wife or significant other or perhaps gay friend went for like a <laughs> uber nice Mexican vacation in San Miguel lately, it was probably in San Miguel. That's right by Carretero. Okay. It's like two million people. Nice, nice, nice colonial town. All right. But it's gotten real big. So maybe like San Antonio of Mexico. Ooh. There you go. Okay. Old school city right. that's kind of getting bigger. And then Friday, Unam Pumas, my favorite team in Mexico, Friday is, night. Is that the team with Gignac and, like, Joel no, Campbell? that's Unal, okay. Nuevo Leon, okay. Tigres. All right, sorry. But Pum- I, know that, I know Pumas has some players. I bet Pumas I had Hugo Sanchez for years, the dentist, as they called him. They had a Luis Hernandez. Oh, he had the long yes, hair. Fabio. I th- wait, is he the one? That was called the accountant, and the reason they have the name the dentist and the accountant is it's a university. Oh yeah, Una so, Universidad uh, Nuevo, blah blah blah, Aut- Automatica or something like Autonomous that. Autonomous University of Mexico City. Okay. They play in the Olympic Stadium. These players are semi students. It's not like college football, but they. Oh yeah, I know a lot about this team. Uh, randomly, but a lot of good players will choose to go there because if you play in their ranks. You get into the university. So, like, you get educated as well as it, it's getting the, to play soccer. Yes. It's the largest university in Mexico. It has, like, 200,000 students, and it's the old, one of the oldest. So it's also one of the best. Um, cool. Even though it's huge, it's something like UT, where it's an excellent public university. Uh-huh. And so they don't necessarily have – they might only have one class, or they might not even be students yet. But if you go there, you get kind of a long-term – Entry into the university, and right now their season is they're in between seasons. Did well, you, they're did on we a figure break. this out? They're on a break till probably end of July, so this is a preseason. Got it. Probably before before their fall season, which is Apertura. So, and really, there is no reason for SAFC to be playing these games. This cannot be helpful to us in any way, shape, or form. These do not count in our standings. Money grab. Uh, it is. To- thank you. Okay, I didn't want to be that cynical because I, usually I am the cynical guy, and it's like. I don't like being that guy. Branding? Um, I mean, I bet there are probably as many people. So, so it's a little mini tournament, kind of, yes. I guess. Like a round robin. They'll and play like, each other next week. So the two Mexican teams will play. And there's probably a good chance there will be as many fans, if not more fans, when those two teams play each other than when SAFC yeah. plays each other. Yes? Yeah. What's weird about these two teams is Unam's a big team. They're one of the big four. So they're one of the traditional powers of Mexico. Uh, and Carretero's up they've and Locally, de- they've, uh, like, lately, they've been, they won, like, and they won within the, the last couple of seasons they ago, did. yes. Uh, and they've won, uh, they've won that Champions League, the CONCACAF Champions League, a few times, I think. Well, I don't know about Maybe that. Maybe it's Pumas that's won it it's more. It's Tigres. Okay. This is Pumas. Tigres is the one that's got Gignac that's okay. just dominating. All right. Uh, they're huge. They, they'll have a ton of fans. Carretero, that's like... Uh, that's like the Arizona Cardinals. It's like Phoenix and Milwaukee playing in the NBA <laughs> in the NBA Finals. Yes. Not a lot of Milwaukee people are going to travel to Phoenix for the for their games. They've been down and they've been up from the first division, so they're not even a historical first division team. Like gotcha. they, they're an up and down team, like Southampton or Sunderland. So, uh, do you think it's branding for the Mexican league to get its brand here to us, or SAFC to try to expose us to to them? Yeah, I think what happened in Houston a lot was we. They played Mexican teams, and that the theory is you get the fans out, and then you don't suck, and then those fans want to come see San Antonio play. I got so you. So, like, you're Mexican, come see a game, 
for the team you like, or even just to see a Mexican League team. But like logistically, what do we what do we do with this? We're right in the middle of our season. Like what are we, we can't play? play. Yeah, who are we gonna play? With like all I said, the we only, injury list. We only had four or five guys on our bench. Like I said, like is this where Abe Lincoln, is Abe Lincoln gonna get to go against? You know, like the Abe Lincoln of Mexico. Like you know, uh, so they don't bring any. You don't think they'll bring any of their first team players? Or they'll bring, like, some of their bench first-team players? They're in preseason, so it's like spring training in Phoenix for them. So, who plays in an MLB spring training game? So maybe if, if like, but, what's the captain yeah. for Mexico forever? Like, he'd come out for 15 minutes. Like, he'd maybe. start the game or maybe yeah. 15 minutes in the second half, that kind of thing. Stars probably won't play, but starters will. Carlos Vela would be on for 15 minutes or if, give a 20-minute cameo. I don't even think so. Okay. I think if you're if you're that good, you don't want to get risked. Maybe. But these guys, I mean, Carretero doesn't have anyone like that. And Pumas is in a rich, rich team. Definitely. We'll get to see Ethan Bryant, probably. Here's a clue, okay? Here's a tip for all the listeners, if you go. Uh, in the Mexican League, you have to officially register your numbers. So if you're like number... Oh, this is cool. I know where you're going. Like, your number eight is number eight. And so on the U18s, there can't be an eight. So he has to be like 108. Yeah. Exactly. So you'll see the players wearing like 342. Yeah, there's triple digits. Oh, like 260 yeah. is their number. And yeah. they come up, that just means that they're a youth player. Usually, like the 100s are on the first reserve team. So uh-huh. that's like the U20s. Yeah. And then a 200 is like the U18s. And a 300 is like a 16 year old. Well, if SAFC were to do that, <laughs> then maybe we'd get to like number 25, maybe. Like. If we take our next, like... No, our, our no, no, it's not like you take them. Like, uh, Abe Lincoln would have to be 100 in anything. Oh, He's regardless. He's got a, something higher so than 100. So it can't be double digits. He can't be registered as a first division player. Okay, so like not even 99. Nope. Okay, I got you. So double digits de- are assigned just Till he the- debuts in the league and it's an official league, uh, like in your 25-man roster. Uh-huh. He's a hundred and something. Do they have like a phrase for that, like getting your, getting your double digits, like like, like calling someone like like getting your caps, you know, for your for, for um, I do not you know, know for a national team. I do not know. I don't think I'm gonna be able to make either of these games. Unfortunately, you. I um, if I really really pressed, I could probably get one in, but I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm a little bit too Kelastima right now. <laughs> To try to, to try. I really like Pumas, but I'm supposed to go to Houston and help my mom with stuff. So, if I'm not there for long, I'll be back on Friday. But it's not. And then they good. play a regular season game. But don't we play a regular season game like on oh, Monday or Wednesday? Tuesday? Yeah. So like, but I think like so they two have to week, play Tuesday. I think we have a week Friday off. and Wednesday. No, I think we have a week off. We don't play until New Mexico on like the 19th or okay. something. All it's right. bizarre. And then the next game is another Wednesday night game. I do not understand this, Clayton. All right. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be with at those games if if, but I'm not going to see the Mexican League games. I just can't. But but thank you, SAFC. Free if tickets. you guys are or you know if any of you guys listen, cool thing giving us giving because like when we played Cardiff last year, did we have to buy the tickets? Extra? I think we did. Yeah, it's usually not included, so yeah. I'm, it's big that they included it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. What's oh, cool thing, cool thing from this week. They had the uh, they came back with the uh, with the rosters. Hey, they, posters! Yeah, posters! Did you see the posters? Yes, yes, shout out to that. And I'll tell you why it was such gangbusters. Not because I did any specific heckling or anything. Charlie could draw pictures on it. Oh. And he practiced his writing on there. And it kept him it kept him quiet for during most of the second half. And not that like I don't want him to participate, but I know his his uh his uh attention span is only so long. You know? He did start booing the referees. 
which which I like, <laughs> and like because there was a guy cussing up a storm behind us, like, and I didn't care about that, but Charlie liked like hearing those words, and so Charlie's like standing like. Finally, he's, he he wasn't it saying the words the guy was using, but he goes, boo, referees, boo, like from, uh, yeah, bow man. down, bow down to the queen of sludge. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, you man. ready for free kicks? Free kicks brought to you by Trevino Tile. Uh, for three generations, Trevino Tiles, taking care of all your tiling needs. I talked with Tre- with Mr. Trevino. Um, he was in uh, Puerto Vallarta uh, oh. for this game in particular, and that's why I was taking Charlie um, maybe they were taking. Maybe they was doing some research. Maybe he was taking finding some tiles while he was down there. I don't <laughs> Inventory know. Shopping. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's working for you. Even, even his vacations are working vacations. Mentioned for the all you people for a discount. Supposedly. Whoa. That's what you said once upon a time. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not part of the negotiations. Well, it'll definitely get you higher on the list. Yeah. There you go. It's taking off right now. Yeah. For sure. Um. <sighs> let me think if I have a. Uh, let me think if I have a. Uh, well, I can go. I do have one. Like okay. it's continuation of la- continuation of last time, of my last free kick. We didn't get any of those boring guys for the Gold Cup roster. Oh, Gold Cup. Gold Cup roster. We did not. Well, we got Matthew Hoppy. Oh, we did. And we got Giochini. Yes. Okay. There we go. That's two. All right. That's, I guess that's being a little. Reggie Cannon. Yeah. So maybe I'm I'm wrong. And uh, Shaq Moore. Oh yeah, and I wanted we to did, see some. some we did more not. Of him. We didn't get like the five guys we mentioned. That we no, were we did for. exactly. You know what? <laughs> You're not and, wrong. Well, and it's like that <laughs> roster is so gigantic that they let them name because I guess that that's a battle you have to fight, you know, or like not be able to, you know, like can I get these foreign guys? You know, are you, are you going to be watching the Gold Cup on? I June, am. June, I am going to watch July on, 11th when it kicks off. Is oh, that the day? Hey, I have. You know, we have a little monetary. Uh, we have like some. So like. I'll watch summer stuff. Normally, I would probably just watch the U.S. games, like, but um, but because we have rooting interests, Honduras, you know, yeah, have well, fun rooting for those thugs. I know, I know, but like, I mean, I'm gonna watch all the games just to like, dude. That's a uh, Saturday, June 10th, which means there'll be no lag between Euro Cup because the Euro final is on Sunday. Yeah, Gold Cup starts the day before the Euro finishes. Yeah, that's some summer of soccer right there. Yeah, for sure. You know, but yes, I'm definitely. And then we got uh, women's Olympics, w- women's Olympic soccer. The Olympics are happening. I've, yeah. The, the, when the, does that, that start? Uh, like in the next couple of weeks as well. I've been on the tour to France and Wimbledon. It's just amazing. There's a lot of good stuff going on. But God anyway, that was my sports. that was my free kick. Just not not a lot there, but continuation of last week's free. Well, kick. Well, my free kick is probably a continuation of my free kick from last week too, which is tomorrow, Euro semifinals, Italy, Spain. Woo. Oof. No Spinazzola, which oh. I mean, that guy. If I ever change my name, it'll be Matteo Spinazzola. Man, they've been fun to watch. And then Wednesday, no longer the high priests of caution. I just <laughs> love. I just love that the guy broke that. I'd never heard that, and obviously, I'm not a. You know, we're not like reading Italian newspapers over that's the last good, like, good hundred quote. years or whatever. But the fact that they're they've traditionally been known as the high priests of caution and we know exactly what they mean by that i don't know when, if that's what they they're called that. i think that was i think he might have just made that up it's like the, the trend no it's like a translation i think like and like uh like it means like we know traditionally as italy is defend 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 yeah if you don't give up a goal you can't lose and then win a game like one zero on a counterattack. today you know? i heard it called the italian renaissance clayton it's, it's pretty been fun to watch they have been 
And like the Spain team was not supposed to do very much. They didn't you know, they do did, very much. It was in no, fact. they they were not impressive. They, they almost haven't been impressive. They're at risk of getting out if they didn't win their last group game. Yes, and like there's you don't look at anything and go, man, that guy, woo, that guy. It's not like the Spain that we that we've been so true, um, so spoiled with over the last twenty years. All right, and then Wednesday, England, Denmark. I'm going for Italy and Denmark, although. England has won me over. I don't mind them this tournament. They're just fine. You, they, they are, they're, they're playing. They look good at the right time. I mean, they haven't looked good. They didn't look good in the first three nope. games. They didn't, you know, but... But, like, they they look pretty... Dude, with Jaden Sancho out there and Raheem Sterling uh, and Mason Mount, or whatever his name is, uh, yeah. or Phil Foden, whichever one had to sit out. Well, we all look good against Ukraine, maybe... But uh, I think England Italy would be the best. I think that would be the best England. game for this. No, that's not who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Denmark. Really? Everyone's rooting you love England. For, everyone's rooting for Denmark. You're really I don't gonna, love England. You always say that you root I, for England. I know a lot about their you root team. for England. No, I don't. You don't. I do not. You don't no. like to see them win. No, like they they were all like the guys were texting me. Come to the Winchester. Come to the Winchester. No, I'm not going to the Winchester. I'm not. <laughs> fanboying out with you guys. No. I thought you at least rooted for them. I mean, no, I don't always root for them. I, like, you know, I know a lot about them. I find their stories always intriguing. Like, how the media just, like, lays on them and stuff like that. And, like, how how they how they will crack and turn on each other and, and go so negative so quickly. But, like, yeah. you know, they're, they seem pretty positive this time around. And, they like, do. They're like, Jack Grealish, yeah, like let's put like Super Jack on there, you know, and yeah, and, and like they have a lot of good young players. You have to admit they do, and they've been. I don't like the English fans generally, but you know what? They've suffered for a long time. You know, it's good to see them happy, exactly. <laughs> and I can appreciate another person's happiness. They're our most favorite. How about this? They do have most favored nation status. Not to me. <laughs> Not to me. But they bug the crap out of me. But, but I think that's the best game, Italy. But I mean, aren't we all Danish? We are. Like, during this, like, this is pretty, you know... I The one that I don't want is Spain to win, so... I guess tomorrow I just, more than anything, want Italy to win. England, Denmark, either one will be a good final. Yeah. These are great. This yeah. has been a fantastic Euro Cup. It has. So, Sorry, SAFC, but the Euros have taken the cake <laughs> in the last month. Not que lastima to the Euros. No, que bueno. Yeah. All <laughs> right, right else, my man? No, I guess we'll see some soccer eventually from this team couple weeks. Alright, I hope so. Are we going to do a show next week? Ooh, if we don't have, a, like, if a tree doesn't fall in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. But we want to stay, we want to stay consistent. We're going to be regular. It, things are better when you're regular. Yeah, maybe we have a mid-season something. Or, I thought about that, too. We'll, we'll see. I thought about that, we'll too. Alright, buenas noches.